Hi there, and welcome to the Homeschool Sisters podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Kara, and we're two homeschooling moms doing this homeschooling thing right beside you. We don't have it all figured out, but one thing we know for sure is that homeschooling is a lot easier when you have a sister by your side. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kara. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Are you uh, getting excited? It's almost summer. It is almost summer. It's almost time to go to the pool. Everyone's happier. It's sunnier. I know. And we were talking about we're both hatching butterflies. We didn't plan this. No. <laughs> this is a sister's thing. <laughs> we're on the same wavelength. Great mind. <laughs> do you guys do it? Have you, You've done it before, right? Um, we've done it every year. We've homeschooled. Okay. That's and it's one of my kids' yeah. favorite things. It never stops being magical. I every know. Single time. I know. I thought as my kids got older that they were going to sort of like not be as into it, but they're still into it. It's so fun. That gives so, me hope. Yeah. yeah and, um, right before we started recording, one of ours came out. So we, we almost got interrupted on the show <laughs> with, with the butterfly announcement. Well, my daughter just saw that they do ladybugs. So I think we're going to do those next. Have you done any of the other insect lore? I, I killed the ladybugs. I don't know what I did wrong. Oh no. Ladybugs. And okay. we did praying mantises too. Okay, were the were the praying mantises creepy? They were a little bit creepy. Okay. They're really small and there's like five billion of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I told my daughter, like I was trying to be like the cool homeschool mom, you know? And I told my daughter, I was like, or we could do praying mantises at some point too. And she's like, No. And I, I was like, Oh thank goodness. Like <laughs> I was trying to roll with it, but no. I don't want to. I don't want to. We released them in the yard, and I was always kind of hoping to see one out there, but I don't know where they went. You'll see one when you least expect it. It's going to pop up and just be like, I don't know. My oldest had a recurring nightmare for years about a praying mantis that was on his dresser staring at him. Like He'd wake up in the morning, and it would be a giant praying mantis staring at him, and then he'd run to us. And down the stairs, like trying to get away from it. It went was on this forever. Before or after you hatched a million of them <laughs> in your house. It was, it was before. Okay. All right, just checking. Okay. But he was still okay with you hatching them? Hey, hey honey, look what I got. Was it like immersion? <laughs> this therapy? was a couple years. <laughs> <laughs> Flooding. Yeah. <laughs> when my this was several years <laughs> after. <laughs> when my mom was in college, they um she she was going to nursing school, so they had like a medical program there. And so for the, um, I think they they were doing some. I don't even remember the whole story, but basically they were doing something where um, it was like a testing type thing where you could sign up and you would get paid, um, but you had to have a, like a fear. And so she just needed the money, so she was like, "I'm afraid of snakes," <laughs> and. It was like immersion therapy, so it was like she had to go for a week, and they would show her a picture of a snake, and then they would show her like a snake skin, and they would show her like a snake. Like I'm sure it wasn't even a video back then; it was a, I don't know, like a film strip or something. <laughs> and then she just had to be in a room with a snake, and the whole time she's like, "I'm," you know, they're like, "How scared are you?" And she's like, "Oh, like an eight, you know, she just wanted her hundred dollars or whatever." So. Yeah, it's like that, right? <laughs> and then she had to actually touch a snake, and she was like, okay, yeah, this, I maybe am a little afraid of snakes, but 
Oh, so oh, anyway, goodness. summer, <laughs> summer with its praying mantises and snakes. I can't wait. Um, <laughs> so we have a sponsor for this episode. We do. We, Such that we a need fun to talk one. About. Yes. A great summer activity. So our sponsor this week is Big Life Journal, and Big Life Journal is a growth mindset journal for kids ages 7 to 11. It helps build character and teaches children how to be persistent and resilient, believe in themselves, and be open to new ideas and experiences. With this journal, kids learn that they can achieve anything that they want out of life. This is a guided journal. It has stories about real people, poems, colorful pictures, quotes, and engaging writing prompts. It's done together with a journal buddy, someone who would share this journal, who they would share this journal with and have meaningful conversations with about life. Your kids will love the special time with their journal buddy. Big Life Journal is broken down into weeks and it covers 13 topics, including dream big, be persistent, love learning, be grateful, make a difference in the world, and many others. It's been a huge success among thousands of parents around the world with over 500 five-star reviews. And Big Life Journal is offering a special promo code just for Homeschool Sisters listeners. So if you're interested in getting Big Life Journal, you can go to their site, biglifejournal.com, and you can use the code HS Sisters, and you'll get 10% off everything in the store. So exciting. And I heard through the rumor mill they might be coming out with some new stuff this summer, too. Oh, fun. Okay. Or this fall. Yeah. They're, um, we used them last summer, and it was really fun. It's a really, really sweet experience to be able to work in that sort of, you know, in tandem with each other. Yeah. And it keeps kids writing over the summer. And I think anything that helps you connect with your kids Mm -hmm. is, is a good idea. So, um, again, the promo code is HS sisters and it's 10% off and we'll put it in the show notes too. All right. And now we have a question to answer. So our question today is from Ray, and Ray asks, I would love to know the specifics of your daily self-care to stay sane. I'll be homeschooling my high-energy SPD kiddo in the fall, and I, too, am an introvert that needs to recharge. How do you do it? That's a really good question. That is a good question. And as somebody who has a high-energy SPD kiddo... Mm -hmm. I get it. <laughs> SPD is sensory processing disorder, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Just wanted to make sure that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're both introverts, so we get that part mm-hmm. of it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So one thing I wanted to bring up is I don't know how old her child is because that makes a big difference too. It changes a lot over time. I think you know when your kids are three compared to when they're thirteen. You know. <laughs> There's a lot more self-care you can accomplish at different phases of the game. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you're just in survival. Yeah, for sure. I think it's really great when you can have something to look forward to. So I, for me, that's like a good book. And so <laughs> I just keep putting books on hold at the library with the hope that I'm going to read them. <laughs> <laughs> Or I order them um, used, or I go to the used bookstore and I buy them and I have a stack. But having a good book is so, and it doesn't even have to be like, I'm not saying it has to be a high literature, like. No. (laughs) 
can be fluff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it can be Janet Ivanovich's newest book, you know? I mean, I can't read to, wait to read her newest book, By the Pool, this summer. Um, we've got a whole episode coming up about that, about mm-hmm. what we're going to read By the Pool this summer. But, you know, so I think um, knowing that you get this treat, like, can be really, really, you know, a, a big thing. So for me, books, having books is is definitely a big part of it. What about you? Books is huge. And I read every single night before I go to bed. It's just part of my unwind time. And I look forward to that. And when the witching hour gets a little crazy, I think about that in the back of my mind that that's looming. Yeah. Um, But I think also like even just the basics and I think the basics, we were talking about this off the air before, can be hard to do when you're kind of stuck in the throes of something and just making sure that you're sleeping as much as you can. I know that's as someone who's had insomnia forever. I know that's way easier said than done. Um, but even if you're not sleeping great, just to get some downtime when you can and to eat what's good for you health wise and to move your body each day. Yeah. Those basics, if you don't get them, you just feel worse. Totally. I, have a post coming out about this. Um, I was having trouble sleeping for a while and it was, it was really, it was like those early days of motherhood where you're just kind of like Mm -hmm. barely, you know, during the day you're just using caffeine to stay awake basically. Um, and so in, in there, I outlined some of the steps that I have been taking to feel better again and to help get sleep and everything. And, you know, I think it was just like, it was a really busy time for me and I wasn't doing a lot of the basic stuff. And, um, you know, like you said, like, it seems like it's the kind of thing you read everywhere, you know, drink plenty of water, eat well, move in some way, sleep, you know, but really those things are like the core kind of, of, of self-care. It, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you don't need to book a massage. You need to try to tuck yourself into bed, you know, a half hour or an hour earlier. So you're getting the sleep you need or whatever. Um, so I think that, um, like taking your vitamins <laughs> can be a form of self-care, you know? Um, and in the mornings I, um, have been doing a new, um, I have a new meditation app that I downloaded that I really, really like. It's free and it has like a billion different meditations. What is Um, it called? It's called Insight, um, Insight Timer. And so you can do guided meditations, you can do um, music, you can do, there's a couple that are just sort of like ocean sounds or whatever. You can just do a straight timer. It's got so much to choose from that it's really nice. You can even just go to it and be like, I have one to five minutes. I have six to 10 minutes, you know, whatever you have. And it just really helps me in the morning to do that, to take that time. Even if it's seriously like this morning, the one that I did was less than five minutes because that was how much time I had, but it helped. It helped me to just kind of like get a deep breath before jumping into the day, you know? I'm going to have to check that out. I do Headspace. I've been doing it for a number of years. It is paid. Um, I'd like to get a free one, but I really love it. And I will do it with the kids too. They have a kid section. And so on our best days, I get the kids to do it too. Now, does that happen all the time? No. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> but we get in a good groove for a while and we'll be doing it and everyone does do better. So then you end up scratching your head. As soon as you start doing it again, you're thinking to yourself, why wasn't I doing this before? Why don't I do this every day? Right. Yes. But yes. That's what help it happens with self-care. Those, those things when life gets crazy, get dumped off because you need to tackle the to-do list that you're never going to finish anyway. Right. And it's like, I don't have time to do this stupid meditation thing. And then you do it. And it's the same thing with, with yoga for me. Mm-hmm. Like once I start doing it again, I'm like, why do I not do this? And it's because I get busy and I, and other things. But, um, I was thinking about this with this cleaning group that I'm doing right now. Like the biggest struggle is just pulling out the vacuum. You know, the biggest struggle is just pulling out my yoga mat mm-hmm. because once I start I'll keep going. And like with the meditation thing, sometimes I'll be like, I have one to five minutes. And so I'll do the one to five minutes one. And then I'll be like, wait, there's nobody around. I'll do another one, you know? <laughs> and, and it still counts, you know, even if you do two five minute meditations, that's, that still counts, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. it all helps. Um, so I think just sometimes like making yourself do it, even though you feel like I don't have time or, you know, giving yourself permission to make that a priority is really important um, because it does have a huge impact. Did you read 10% Happier? By... I did. Okay. I love that book. I loved it because he's such a skeptic about yes, meditation. that was the best part about it. Is yeah. He just did really, he was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. It's like, he really investigates, it's so like, is it worth it? And, you know, he said, and that's the name comes from like, in the end, I feel like it makes me about 10% happier. And, and that's what it is. It's like, it's not going to change everything, but it helps me every day just kind of have a little bit better perspective and be a little, um, like, we were talking about sometimes in those challenging parenting moments, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, if you can step out of it for a second and I think meditation helps me with that to be able to step away a little bit, not always, but again, even if it happens half the time, a third of the right. time, you know, so that's a big one for me. And then yoga, of course, when I can that's do That's a it. big one. Yeah. Yeah. And hiking. I have to say, if you have a kid with SPD, the biggest thing that has helped us is spending more time outside. And I treat it as much as something for me as it is for my kids, just to be able to get them outside and moving and interacting with nature and wearing themselves out a little bit and getting a little fresh air and sunshine. It's just huge. Mm-hmm. So I, I consider that part of our daily like must-dos that we need to do for homeschooling is to get outside. Because we're all happier if we do, even if it's miserable outside, just yeah. even for 15 minutes. I love that. Are you still doing, I was just going to um, mention too, because it's such a good resource. Are you still doing yoga with Adrian? I love her. Because she's free yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some really great free things out there. Um, and what I like about her too is there's 10 minute sessions and there's hour and a half long sessions. So again, it's like mom size you know, resources where, you know, if, if you don't have, and again, like you'll pull out your yoga mat and you'll be like, all right, I have 10 minutes. And then you'll be like, wait, everything is calm. The dog isn't barking. No one's screaming. I'll just do another one, you know? <laughs> um, 
So I feel like she's such a good role model too. And I think we've talked about this before, but her dog Benji is always like crawling all over her and her mat and she just keeps going with the flow and doesn't, she still stays Zen. So it's a good reminder that it doesn't have to look perfect. I think she said on one episode that she used to take the dog out of the shot and make sure that the dog was never in there. And then she just kind of wanted to make it more real life. Yeah. And she let him in. And I think he adds to it. I love that dog. I do too. Yeah. I, I like it. It just makes it feel more like um, that when you're, you know, I have cats climbing on me or I have, you yes. know, it used to be you'd have kids. Like the minute you get like into cat and cow, like you have somebody on your back, you know? <laughs> Mine is I can make it through the whole thing. And then when you get to the end to the Shavasana, someone's like, mom. Right. Which is like the part where you're it's, supposed to I'm be. like waiting yeah. for it. And then the door slams open. She did that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 Oh, but yeah, definitely um, hiking, getting outside. Like I can't believe how much that helps me um, in the mornings. I I get up early and, you know, it's one of those things too, where I, I feel like everybody tells moms like, get up before your kids. You know, if you want time, get up before your kids. In some seasons of life, that is ridiculous. That's just <laughs> not possible. And it's like, you know, in the same breath, we're telling moms like, make sure you're getting plenty of sleep, but wake up before your kids, you know? And it's like, okay, thanks. And then while you're at it, make sure you have time to read at night. Like, okay, give me And one. enjoy every moment. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Looking into their eyes. They're the future. Um, yeah. I mean, it's like, come on, like pick one, you know, which one do you want me to do? Do I sleep? Do I get up early? But if, um, you know, like, so in the mornings I've been, I've been getting up, um, early because my kids do sleep later because they're older and they're staying up later. So I, I'm at a point now where I can do this again, but just being outside for a few minutes in the morning and just taking in that, like, the breeze and the quiet and a little bit of vitamin D and I let the dog run while I'm out there. And then I read, that's when I try to read like something kind of inspiring. And -hmm. even if I get five minutes, it's, it's nice, you know? And that's, um, that's when I do my meditation app if I can, otherwise I come inside and I do, I close my door and I'm like, all right, guys, I'm doing my meditation app. I want five minutes. And, Mm -hmm. you know, usually, usually it's okay. Again, they're older, you know, it's not like I have a baby that's going to cry or a toddler that's going to, you know, like play in the toilet or something. So, (laughs) so it's different. So I think that kind of the ultimate in self-care is knowing like what season you're in and just being okay with that and just being like, okay, you know, I need to acknowledge that it's, I have a young kid and it's busy and it's hard and maybe, you know, what self-care is going to look like is sleeping late or, um, you know, being able to get time during the week, um, like on the weekend, you know, to go to a bookstore or, you know, but just kind of figuring out what you need and what works for you and what's, what's actually reasonable in the season that you're in too, you know, and not thinking like, that you need to do what other people are doing or <laughs> all those top 20 things to keep you happy list. Right. Like just right. pick what works for you and try to knock off a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on a good day. I can't imagine, you know, 20 things a day. Like, you know, my, my big ones are like meditation, take my vitamins, you know, reading and, um, 
I mean, that's pretty much it. That's like what I've got in my whole arsenal, you know, and then other times, you know, and quiet time, you guys still do quiet time. You try to, you know what we've been off of it. And I feel like that's part of our recent struggles that we've been having is that we, we had a puppy for a bit and now we have a lizard and it's people quietly hang out with that ish. But, um, I think we need to do a little bit of work that back into the schedule. Yeah. They all, we're all kind of introverts. So people will take their time except for the little guy who you just saw, (laughs) not an introvert, (laughs) but but the rest of us take our time, but it's nice when we all have that set period of time, even if it's only 30 minutes to just kind of be in your own corners and do your thing and feel refreshed. So I think we need to reinstate that. When, um, when my kids got older, cause I would, at first it was nap time and then they grew out of that and then we would call it quiet time. And then they were like, we don't need quiet time anymore, you know? And I had to explain, first of all, I think they felt like it was kind of like a punishment, like I'm sending them away, you know? And I had to explain, it's not, it's not a punishment. It's, I need that time to recharge. So it's actually kind of like mom putting herself in, you know, time out for a few minutes where I can go and read my book and just have quiet for a minute. And then I can come back and I can be, you know, and so, you know, sometimes, um, if you have a kid that's like resisting quiet time, I feel like if you can just say like, it's not, it's not because of you. Like, I know that Mm -hmm. you can handle it. You know, you're doing fine. (laughs) It's me. I need that time to just go and recharge and come back and I'll be nicer. (laughs) Right. And I mean, sometimes it was like 15 or I just needed 15 or 20 minutes of, you know, just quiet and nobody needing anything or asking anything. Um, Okay. Oh, that's my, that's my final tip is that somebody told me this when my kids were little, Um, you know how you always think of like, you know, the ultimate like spa self-care, like you're in the tub with a glass of wine and a book and you're like, no one's bothering me. And meanwhile, your kids sound like, you know, somebody's being like put into a wood chipper outside your door. (laughs) And she was like, do showers, not baths, because then you can't hear. Oh, that's what's going smart. on. So when my kids were little, I didn't do baths. I did, I did showers when I needed to recharge. And I would just tell my husband, like, I'm going to go take a shower. I mean, you know, who can, who can argue with whether or not you need a shower, right? Well, actually, no, that's not true. My kids before have been like, no, you don't need a shower. And I'm like, okay, do you, do you want to smell my armpits? Like I need a shower. Like, let's not have this conversation. So, <laughs> so yeah, showers, not baths, but I try to do a bath. I mean, not in summer cause it's too hot, but I, I aim for once a week if I can do that and read, but it involves some planning because you need to make sure that the kids are in bed and settled and at a reasonable time. Cause then there's this window and I get too tired and I just want to be in my bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it is nice when I can work it. Um, the other thing I was going to say is that, so I like at the beginning when you said that you like to have something to look forward to during the day for yourself. And I would say the same thing with your kids. Like I found if we have one fun thing each day that I can kind of say in the morning that we're going to do that we'll connect with, like whether that's we're going for a hike at a new place or we're going to read a new book or play a game or watch a movie, having that, you know, connection time slash carrot makes the day go a little bit more smoothly. And I feel like it's teaching them a little bit of self-care too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's really good when we can start to teach our kids these skills 
when they're young. And if they're introverts too, you know, teaching them it's okay if you need time to recharge. And if they're extroverts, teaching them it's okay if you need to be around people to recharge and, you know, whatever they need. But, um, you know, teaching our kids that what they need is okay, but also that like we are separate people and Mm -hmm. we have needs too. You know, I mean, we want to give them everything that they need, but every once in a while just saying like, okay, you know, this is what I need. This is (laughs) with my kids. Sometimes it's like, you know, if I can say, this is what I need, this is how long I need. And then we're all going to go get ice cream, you know? Right. And it's like, okay. And you know, it takes time for them to start to understand that. But eventually you're setting yourself up for them getting that and being able to handle longer stretches of time where you need to recharge and then teaching them too that like what they need is okay and that you know we've we've got to respect other people and I mean at some point they're going to go off into the world they're going to have relationships they're going to you know so I think it's good I think it's good that we teach them now that you know people's needs are are different but it's okay and mm-hmm. Okay. That's a good question. That was a good question. This is our last Q&A for now. And then we'll be back next season to answer more questions. And we have one more episode left of this season coming out next week. And it's a good one. Yeah. We're going to talk about books. So um, I would say get your pens ready, but we'll have show notes. It'll be okay. We'll do the work for you. Yes. All the work will be done. All right. So the show notes for this episode will be over at thehomeschoolsisters.com. And have a good rest of your day, Kate. You too. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We'd love to answer your question next. So head to our site, thehomeschoolsisters.com and click on ask us a question. We share posts over there too. And you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We'd also love it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes so we can connect with more sisters out there. And until next time, remember, you got this sister.